This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing out there? This is Latrice Carter with my Horror Movie Warriors podcast. And this is um, Friday, December 27th, two days after Christmas. I hope you guys had a very great Christmas. I know I did, and my two guests that are here did. Miss um, Ingrid Hubert. Hi. Hello. And Mr. Matt Latz. Happy holidays. I'm pleased to be back. Yes, you know Matt from, um, well, you did Halloween 4. We we talked yeah. about Halloween 4. Yes, we oh, did. Oh, yeah, you did. Yes, and we so had a good time. We had, Me and Matt had a great time. Even though we had to get, we were uh, kind of interrupted a lot. <laughs> because you I had customers. Twice. <laughs> I didn't twice, but, uh, but we're good. We're good tonight. Yes, yes, yes. Sunday. Tonight you have the day off. Thank God. Thank the Yay. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, how was your Christmas? Oh, it was very nice. Very, very nice. And Miss yeah, Ingrid? I had a good one. Miss Ingrid, your grandkids one. are adorable. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, yeah, my gosh. You. They are adorable. And that the little girl looks like you. She's oh, a light-skinned you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I never think, thought of that. Nobody's ever told me that. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so glad you guys had a um, great holiday. I'm so glad. And uh, I, I hope that my listeners had a great holiday as well. Uh, well, folks, tonight we are discussing none other than the 1974 version of Black Christmas. Guys, what did you think about Black... What did you guys think about Black Christmas? Uh, I know you guys love the movie. What do you guys think? It's a good one. It's a really, really good one, and uh, you know, um, I enjoy it. I have I have a fun time with it. It's uh, it's atmospheric. It puts me in a good, you know, nice, like calm yet tense <laughs> mood. I enjoy it. I, I like yeah. the mysteriousness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the um, you know uh, the who done it thing. I love uh-huh. the whodunit kind of thing. 
I love a hoodah. Oh, yeah, the hoodahs are always great. And who belongs to who? Yes. You know. Now, I must... <laughs> I must tell my listeners, because last week, uh, when I did Silent, Silent Night, Deadly Night, I had um, uh, told them uh, that there will be spoilers after we spoiled the whole movie. <laughs> so so tonight, I just want to say that there will be spoilers in this podcast. So you got if you guys don't like spoilers, please turn back now. <laughs> okay, Do not no listen. <laughs> Do not turn listen. Back. <laughs> okay, so now that we have that out the way, uh, what is your um uh, oh, oh I forgot to mention that Black Christmas was released in 1974. Well, actually, no, I didn't. I think I I did say that. <laughs> I didn't mention that. Yes, it um it uh it released in 1974, and it stars Olivia Hussey. Margot Kidder and John Saxon, uh-huh. and, and right. you know, I, 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 of course, um, uh, know Olivia Hussey from Psycho Four. Right. Did you guys see Psycho Four? Yeah, she's also uh, Bill's wife in the uh, miniseries of it. Oh yes, she sure is. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, she played Bill Devereaux's wife in 1990s. It, yep. And, but my favorite role that she's ever done is as the landlord in the Ice Cream Man. Oh, really? I've never man. seen that. I've oh, heard bits of reviews, though. It's it's delightfully gory, but uh, she <laughs> the delightfully gory. I love those. His landlord is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna have to check it out. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah. Well, uh, who was your favorite character on Black Christmas? We we had a, our pick of the litter um, in in this movie. You know who could be your favorite favorite character? So, Miss uh, um, Ingrid, um, we'll start with you first. Who is your favorite um, character? The laughing cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know the ugly characters. They all, you know, seem blah, you know. So I have to go. I'm sorry with the laughing cow. Oh, my gosh. Are you talking about the one who uh, was laughing at the other cop? Oh, yeah. Yeah, with the phone number, the new phone number, that market. You're talking about the cop that was Laughing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Well, well, we're not going to mention what he was laughing about. Right. <laughs> Although that's one of the things I love about that movie is the sense of humor is so undercut with the horror. It's so good. Yes. It is. Yes. It, it really is. Well, Matt, who is your favorite character? Um, it, it, hands down, it's Miss Matt. I, you know, she was going to be my very first one. But you you go right ahead. She is the bomb. She's hilarious. Yeah, Miss Matt was funny. She was, no, she was hilarious. She had comedic relief written all over her. 
that whole scene where she's hiding all the different uh, <laughs> posters and, and she's cussing at the cat and he pops up and she's like, oh, you're fine for doing this. Like, she cracked me up. <laughs> No, she, 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 I mean, she was looking for liquor. <laughs> she, the whole she hid that liquor. She wasn't looking for it. She hid it. She knew exactly where to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. She had it hidden everywhere in the house. I love it. <laughs> it was in the toilet tank. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Ingrid is cracking up over here. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know what? I liked Phil a little bit better than all the other girls. All the other girls made me mad for some for some reason. That <laughs> they just yeah. I, I got well, kind of annoyed with them. Well, she, she, you can identify with her then. You know? Oh yeah. Phil is like my second favorite character. I liked her a lot. Yeah, I mean, she had, she was the smartest out of all of them, I think. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, of course. Uh, you know, in my opinion. <laughs> yes, she did a very good job with what she was given. Yeah. Oh, she was the, uh, she played the house mother in the 2006. Yes, I, I did uh, see, notice that. There. You gotta watch Matt. I will. me and my horror facts. I can't, I can't. <laughs> right. I know that's right, boy. But he, at least he's still on subject. <laughs> now, who was your least favorite character? Ah. And um, Matt will go to you first for this one. Who is your least favorite character? Um, I'm a, I have to say the deputy. Like, <laughs> I really can't stand characters that just don't seem to give a crap. Oh, um, yeah. And he was kind of the epitome of that, especially since this wasn't your typical kind of sorority girl situation like the whole movie i have to applaud for it not being like a super uh masochistic view on women in the uh -huh. system i guess like, yeah. these were real girls that you could actually see like real college girls with real mm -hmm. you know they weren't walking around in lingerie half the movie yeah and, that's true that's true, but but was it me or did they look older than that than that ages that they were oh, trying to play? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but uh, Olivia Hussey looked like she was 30 years old in that movie. Okay. Well, you know, in her defense, she still looks like she's 30 years old. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. She does. That is a good thing, cause I, I mean I still look like I'm 19, so to some people. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> you look, you look, you look a lot younger than you know. See, I, I never, I'm too particular about what goes on my face. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, I don't wear makeup, so I, I have never worn makeup. 
That's okay. I'll wear enough for the both of us. Okay. <laughs> yes, Matt, you will. <laughs> you always and you me. look, uh, I am mad that Matt looks better than me with makeup on. <laughs> it's all an illusion. <laughs> oh, please. It's a good one. I'll tell you that. It's all smoke and mirrors. Oh, you do it good, then. Well, who who is your least favorite character, Miss Ingrid? My least favorite character in the movie? Oh, uh, I have to say, I can't say the dad because he was concerned about his daughter, Claire. And... I'm going to say the stupid cop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm going to say that the guy who was doing all the cussing in front of the kids, what's his name? Uh, uh, the one I was dressed as Santa? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think that was Phil's boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, that was his, her, her boyfriend. I was just trying to remember what his name was. I, I can't remember. It's hard trying to keep up. You, Matt, you're really good at it, at, but I guess you have to watch the movies more than seven, you know, just several times in order to remember a lot of who you like and who you don't like as writers and you know, directors to get a good story. Oh, right yeah. now. So that's where I'm learning from you guys to help it make it better for me to be able to talk the same and be up on things. You know? Oh so, yeah. That well that's why I have to write a lot of my stuff down. That's why I write lots of notes. Because I forget, you know, I forget what, what I'm going to say. I forget sometimes I forget the characters' names and stuff. So, you know, yeah. I, I want to make sure that I'm on it. Yeah, yeah. And not only for me or for you guys, but for my listeners. Because, you know, they they want to know certain stuff. And, you yeah. know, I want to be able to give it to them. Well, we do. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, uh-huh. I know my least favorite character is Margot Kidder's character, Bard. I I didn't really uh-huh. I didn't really vibe with Bard. <laughs> I can, yeah, she cut. She was a little bit too crude for me. <laughs> it's quite the contrast between some of the other roles I've seen her do. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I loved her in Superman and Superman too. Absolutely. Oh yeah, she was good in that. And I, and really I'm not good. saying that she's not good in this. I I'm just saying her. I didn't vibe with her character. <laughs> well, her character is a little rambunctious and vociferous and drinks. She's a little you wild. Know. Yeah, uh-huh. she she was a wild girl. That but it wasn't was a without wild reason. girl. It wasn't without reason. It was nicely like wedged in there. Her little backstory with her mom. That was that was it oh, right yeah. there. That was it. I, I agree. See, I learned that part. 
<laughs> I learned that part. And yeah, because right she had the it. phone call with her mother, and and she was like, "Oh well, you know, it's fine." You know, she was alone. It said she. Yeah. Alone. She was alone. Well. Yeah, that's a shame. What was your favorite part? Uh, Matt, we'll go to you again. What was your favorite part? Now. Let me ask this before I say anything. Um, we're also doing like a favorite kill, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then um, then probably for me, um, if, if excluding my favorite kill, uh, my favorite part was Miss Mac uh, <laughs> running, running around you the house. beat me every time. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding all the paraphernalia. (laughs) Yeah, it would have to be that. It was a great scene. It was a funny scene. It was was a funny scene. So, Miss Ingrid, then your favorite part will be Matt's favorite part. (laughs) Yeah, same thing. (laughs) Well, Okay, then I'm weird because my favorite part is actually the the first time they get the phone call. I loved it because it set the tone for the movie. You know, oh, it's so unsettling. Yeah, yeah, unsettling. And, and it set the tone for the movie. Like you know that something's going to happen. You know, right? I, I mean, after right. that phone call, you know, and all the and all the different voices that came on. I mean, I mean something this happen. show came, uh, was light years before its time because, you know, Scream mm-hmm. kind of took that tone too, you know. Yeah. Cult movie. So this, this movie was light years before its time. But yet it was also based on like the urban legend of the babysitter getting the phone call in the house. Oh, yeah. 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 I did read that in my research. Yeah. That's a, that's a good prop, man. Uh, and uh, what was the name of that movie? Oh, my goodness. Uh, when a Stranger Calls, I think that I think that's what it's called. I, I wonder yeah, if... Terrible. Yeah, I wonder if that movie had anything to do with... Well, Probably not, because I think that movie was made after Black Christmas, was it not? I believe it was, um, but it is based on the same urban legend. Okay, yes. Isn't it something around Ted Bundy, possibly? Um, no, I didn't read that at all. I don't know about that, um, but, but you probably, because, you know... It would have been around. No, because it wasn't Ted Bundy in the 80s. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Black Christmas was done. In the 70s. In the four. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. No, it wouldn't have. It, no, it wouldn't have had anything to do with Ted Bundy. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, not okay. this time. I was thinking of the irony of the darkness, you know, because of the way... The girls were killed, you know, and how this guy was killing the girls, you know. I, I don't know, but 
I'm just putting research together, so try and put a tone or a reason why he was killing the girls like he was. I mean, I know that had to do a lot with uh, uh, Billy at first. and Well, Peter was a big, to me, a big throw off as opposed to what was really going on. Yeah, yeah, but I thought that they wrote very well. He was a nice. Uh, he was a good red herring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, it's just weird when you see a movie over and over again. You start realizing and putting stuff together, and you're like, "Man, well, that's a good you plot. see things that you never saw before. You you see things right. that you didn't see the time before that, and you see." See something you didn't see the time before the time that you saw it, you know. So, uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, what was yeah. your least favorite part, uh, Miss Ingrid? What was your least favorite part of um, Black Christmas? My least favorite top part. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say that I didn't like the way uh, Peter destroyed the piano because it, it was showing that he it was showing he had a lot of anger towards Jess you know dealing with the baby plus he hadn't slept for four days I think it was so he had some kind of psychosis or something going right, on yeah. there you know and um, yeah that's very true it, that, that part because I think he knew Jess was pregnant. Well, he probably did. Yeah, but remember, he had a recital to do. And all he did was just make one big mess out of it because he had to have some kind of inkling that she was going to have that baby. I mean, just abort that baby. Right. I I understand what you said. Uh Yeah. And Matt, what was your least favorite part? I don't really have a specific least favorite part, but like I felt like the middle of the movie kind of lagged and was the, the pacing was really slow. So, yeah. you know, just really much like between the setup and the payoff, it was there was a time issue with me. I just felt like it was too much of a lag. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have a point on that. Yeah. But I don't really have a specific part I didn't like. It's still a wild ride for me the whole way. So I just have to say, like, just the middle pacing, basically. Yeah. When yeah. It, changed, it seemed like the story changes over. It just kind of it just kind of grinds to a halt for a second. And, and yeah, it does. Like, if they maybe had a couple of you know extra kills in there. Um, Maybe it would have padded it out. I'm not really sure. It just feels like it. It just feels like it gets really slow. Yeah, it did. It really did. Uh, like during the part where, um, actually, for me, it got slow uh, when um, when Barb was going on her little rant, and Phil told her to go upstairs and just you know, you know, sleep it off. It, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, For me, that's when the movie kind of yeah. went 
a little, you know, a little slant, Bro. little slanted, mm-hmm. you know. They just, I feel like they spend too much time in the movie walking around from room to room, not really doing much. Yeah. Right. And, and if they, you know, added a little more tension and a little more excitement, it would have, it just would have felt better paced. Yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 I know what you're saying, Matt. And yes, I agree. Well, yeah. my least favorite part was when Jess um, did tell Peter that she was pregnant and that she, oh. you know, was going to have an abortion. Of course, I, I don't agree with abortion. Not in that way. I, the only way that I agree with abortion is actually when um, the woman's life is in danger. You know, I, I don't, if you have to have an abortion because of that, you know, I think that that's, you know, why should the mother have to pass away just to have the baby? You know, uh, <clears throat> that's the uh, only time that I actually really agree with abortion. And Jess's reasoning to me just seemed so selfish and unfair. So, <laughs> so that well, was my least favorite the, part. I'm a child of adoption. So I'm I'm pro adoption 100. percent Like if if it's not going to cause you any kind of physical damage, to I love you. You should have that baby and give it to a couple that need. Exactly. It's it, it's a moral issue now because they're talking about aborting a baby after full term and delivery. You oh, know. No. Yeah, and, and that, that to me is murder. That's murder. That, that's total murder. Is the baby been born? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, a baby that's already born, and then you can decide to kill it right then and there if you don't want it. Right. I can't and, that ever getting passed. That that's terrible. It is terrible. I I have no idea how that's how that was passed. None. Uh, uh, none. But the, the fact that she <laughs> told him that she was getting. That that also made him more. Um, it made him more angry. Say, lose it. Yeah, lose it more. And that's why he was the perfect red herring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's I, a, you know it's a rather bold storyline choice, and uh, it was. I have to applaud the director for doing that because yes, um, and the writers. Know, it does mm-hmm. work discussion, and uh, and the thing is, like as opposed to the two thousand six counterpart, it doesn't go for the shock value, whereas they do in the two thousand six with all the incest and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, it it's subtly done, and it sparks conversation, and it's a very smart thing to do. Yeah, it was true, true. true. It was a very smart thing to do. Now, speaking of Peter, what do you guys think Peter's backstory was? Or if you had to write Peter's backstory yourself, what would it be? Uh, mm. Matt Latz, what do you think about this, buddy? Well, I feel like he's a very type A personality, one. And he's very controlling, and that, that stems from his, uh, like... Yep need for perfection mm-hmm. um you know a lot of artists are like that i myself 
am am very hard on myself when it comes to my craft. So yeah, so I get that. I'm I'm guessing his backstory. He probably was raised that way. He probably had very rich white upper crust parents who put him in like <laughs> From a very young age and that was like his entire life was like studying to one day play at the philharmonic you know oh yeah, yeah. that's i agree with that backstory because you can't think nothing else you know like uh, obsession he had a need for uh like matt was saying control because he even said yeah, that he, he was get out of the conservatory um, just so she could have that baby. He was manipulating her. Oh, absolutely. He had definite temper problems. Uh -huh. you know, as shown by, by the way he destroyed that piano. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, my backstory. said to her, too. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh you're yeah, and she had a right to be afraid of him. That's that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Like we're gonna get married. We're taking care of the. You know, thanks for discussing this with me, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you have our life all planned out. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, he could have said the same thing about her. I mean, even though she did tell him that she that she was pregnant, she also said that she didn't want to tell him. Yeah, at yeah. that point, though, well, you know, because at that point, though, it's still her body, and it's still her decision. It's kind of the same thing as, as if it was, you know, those girls that go do the morning after pill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At that point, it's nothing. It's not really... It's not I, life yet. Yeah. So, they're not really doing anything bad in my opinion, it, by taking care of it, their decision and their decision alone anyway. Right. So that's just my little two cents on it. I try to stray <laughs> away from the adoption or from the uh, abortion issue. I'm just, yeah. I'm 100% adoption. Adopted, oh, yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. I, I, look, I, I tell you what, if I, if I had not have gotten pregnant when I did, which was at the age of 36, I would have adopted. I, I uh, Me and my fiance, we had talked about it, you know, and uh, this was before our son. And we were going to adopt if I was not pregnant by a certain, certain time, like 36, 37, 38 years old. We were right. going to adopt. But, yeah. but my son came. <laughs> And it was a blessing. It was as much, very much. My parents tried for many years before they decided to start adopting, and they adopted my sister. Then they adopted me four years later, and then five years later they got pregnant. Oh wow! wow. Yeah. Look at God! So, Look at God! Exactly. Mm -hmm. it gives you what you want, but you got to follow the path. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Miss Ingrid, what was your um, backstory for Peter? Like, like he was saying, he came from, from a, a his family was nuts. That's all I'm gonna say. It, uh, <laughs> Peter's parents were nuts. Well, you know, you know what? My backstory for Peter was he was probably a 
product of an, an unwanted pregnancy. And he he knew what it felt like to be unwanted, you know. That that was my backstory. Because why else would he be so dead set against just having an because abortion? Because he's a sports brat. And well, yeah, also, that too. <laughs> if he was, if he yeah. And he was older than uh, he was older than uh, uh, Jess too. Now Peter, he looked like he was yeah. in his forties. What was the right. what was she doing with that man in the first place? She's like, what? Well, she's playing the character like she like she she was like twenty three, twenty four. Peter was yeah. a good thirty years older than her. Oh well, yeah, he was. <laughs> he really was. In fact, I think the actor was. Yeah, he was. He was born in 1939. Yeah, I think they just wanted that actor really, really bad that they turned, they made it work. But, uh, but, like, I don't know. I feel like if he was raised by his parents who, you know, were strove, made him strive for perfection, then her wanting to destroy a piece of him would be saying, oh, well, you're not perfect. Right, right. And that's what would have sent him into the rage. Yeah. He seemed like a socio, you know, a sociopath. A sociopath. Yeah. A sociopath. Yeah. Right. That's like, where I agree with It's that. all about me. It's all about, you know, it's all about, you know, this is an extension of me. So if you're getting rid of it, you're saying that there's something wrong with me. Right. Ah. Uh. You hit the nail right on the head, Matt. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you know, before I decided to uh, wear women's clothes for a living, I was going to be a psychologist. I took psychology oh. classes, too. I took, like, maybe two of them. <laughs> I took yeah, maybe, I like, two a year psychology classes in my 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, and here comes the big question that I always ask in every episode as well. Uh, how does Black Christmas parallel the Bible? And though, and, and you, you know, we touched on abortion and how it, you know, how that's murder and stuff. And, and even though it doesn't parallel the, uh, the movie doesn't parallel the Bible, it does kind of pertain to, you know, the abortion issue and everything like that. And and what oh, I it's got more issues than that. <laughs> well yeah, well you know what with me what what came in my spirit every time I watched Black Christmas, which was a lot, uh uh-huh. was um Thou shalt not kill. And uh-huh. and and you know to be honest, you know, uh, Thou Shalt Not Kill applies to every horror movie that we watch. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. it, it applies to every horror movie. But but for me, when uh, when watching this particular film, film, that's the scripture that kept coming out at me. That kept coming, yeah. you know, uh, thou shalt not kill, you know. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it uh, for, me, for me, in my opinion. Uh, well, Miss Ingrid, what's your opinion on the matter? Oh. Uh-huh. It deals with mostly with the connection of the Ten Commandments, in my opinion, because <laughs> you you got a little bit of everything going on. That's true. In that movie, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, wait a minute, didn't God 
I told it's not to and wait a minute. That's the reason why the gluttony of her this Mac having the the liquor and uh, Oh I didn't even think Peter, about that. Peter is saying I, I will kill you. That that is a commandment. <laughs> you know. Uh well her taking life, some people could consider that is as killing you yeah. know so it's all in how you take it that's what people don't understand so and uh what was another thing i had wrote down was uh his personality was uh he had personality issues going on but it was not peter <laughs> And I'm trying to hold it back so bad. <laughs> no, let it go. Let it be free, my love. Billy is in that damn house. <laughs> <laughs> Billy is in that house, yes, darn he, you. I tell yes, you. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> Because I kept seeing things that I, I was like, wait a minute. How could Peter be doing all these things and some of these things are not happening with Peter around? You know, he was at the conservatory most of the time. So how are, are you going to say he's doing all the killings? You know? Just because we saw him at the conservatory doesn't mean he couldn't snuck away. We only saw him in different bits and snatches of it. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. If he wasn't doing the killing, he definitely was doing the calling. <laughs> yeah. Yep, he could have been doing the calling, definitely. Yes. Well, I can believe that. <laughs> Well, Matt, what's your take on the whole um, parallel of the Bible? Um, I've been a little less literal than you guys did. And I basically, for me, it seems like a cautionary tale of, you know, forgetting mm. the for the season. Um, oh, yeah. These people were so very, like, wrapped up in their own world and their own life and their own little petty problems that they forgot to stop and really celebrate the reason for uh, celebrating Christmas in the first place. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like it's a cautionary tale, you know, never forget why you're here and what you're doing and never forget to stop and thank you, you know, thank the Lord for putting you here and putting these things in your, in your life or mm -hmm. regret it. Something bad could happen to you and, right. <laughs> and deserve it. That's it's right. his purpose. That's mentality that I, that's been drilled in me my whole life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that Southern Baptist charm. Yes. Um, <laughs> now is, I'm not a Southern Baptist, but I know yeah. about that Baptist mentality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it feels like almost a modern day Krampus tale. There's this. Here's <laughs> this scary individual that all of a sudden shows up on Christmas because you guys are drinking and you're mm -hmm. fornicating and you're yeah. you know, <laughs> and, 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 and you're, cussing each other out and stuff. Using the cuss words. <laughs> yeah. Old girl using that. What was that one thing she said about us? 
gold, uh, what was she said? She said there were gold, the stallion, what was it? I don't know. I don't want to hold up time on that. If I think of it all, <laughs> I'll have it. I but, but I mean, that, it's, it's the same thing as you look at a, the, the classic movie, A Christmas Story. He's, he uh-huh. comes Christmas, so then he shot his eye out. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. That was gross. <laughs> and it's, it's funny that you mentioned A Christmas Story, um, Matt, because you know the director of Black Christmas also did A Christmas Story. <laughs> he had a very interesting um, variety of, of different types. Yes, of he did. Because yeah, he, he also directed Porky's. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That is absolutely excellent. Which, for some reason, was in my grandmother's VHS collection when I was growing up. I'm not going to ask her why. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, he also directed children and play with uh, things that are dead. Uh, I've never seen that. Play with dead things. Yeah, play with dead things. Really I, good. I've it's never seen that. What's it about? It, um, it's very independent. Um, uh-huh. and yeah. So it has no no ratings. <laughs> and it doesn't really have a whole lot of a plot either. Oh. It, it's kind of almost a bunch of random scenes cobbled together. Okay. It's it's not no it's not bad, and it's been years since I've seen it, but it's it's uh it's an interesting watch to say the least. Okay. Yeah, that's all you gotta tell me. It's an interesting watch. I will watch it. Oh, I, I thought I thought you had already seen it, Miss Ingrid. No, that's the reason why I wrote it down. You know, so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> You know. Well, my last question, guys, is whose kill was the best? Or or I should say, whose kill was more creative, in your opinion? Uh, Matt, we'll go to you first, since you talked about it um, well, a few minutes before. Well, of course, I'm going to go with the iconic thing. Like, I have to go with the best death scene in the entire movie, and that's definitely uh-huh. Barb's death scene with the glass unicorn and the yes. Christmas tree. Yes. It's so yeah. beautifully done with the carolers yes, and the shots of the glass unicorn dripping with blood. It is yep. cinematically gorgeous. Right. That you almost forget you're watching a death scene. You're oh, right. Yeah. It is. That's that's the same thing I saw. It's a shame not to see beauty and and horror death. You know, it 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 it's it's something that I would never have imagined either. Is like elegant death. You know. Uh, right. Well, well, back yeah. back in the seventies and even the eighties, the death scenes were tastefully done. Mm-hmm. Now it's like fair game. <laughs> it's like yeah. you can do now, whatever yeah. the heck you want to do. I... Kill them this way, that way. We're going to show yeah. it all. But yeah, in now the... it's about how can I shock the audience. The exactly. Audience. 
desensitized, how can I shock the audience? Exactly, mm -hmm. man. It's exactly. got to be more jumping at sand at the edge of your seat, not being able to sleep nights, you know. That's what they're looking for. And they notice that they're not getting a lot of that, you know. So well, now that they got people like Jordan Peele doing movies, giving us a different, uh, a different point of take view. Or, on stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, on, on how... They produce movies, you know. They say, I guess they say, well, no, I will not say that. But um, well, I am real. I I can't lie. I am really looking forward to Jordan's to Jordan Peele's take on Candyman. Oh, I'm excited. I can't lie I about so that. Excited. I I am really looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I am too. Just like Chris Rock and Saul. Well, and that I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm going to go see that one. Right. <laughs> no, I, like, okay. I don't think so. I, I mean, Danny Glover did did the you know did that all kind of well to me to me. I I just don't I, I can't see Chris Rock. Beating Danny Glover, you know. <laughs> no, no. Well, um, Miss Ingrid, uh, who would you say was what would you say was the creative kill, the most creative kill in your opinion? Oh, you can't beat what what Matt says. I mean, it, it that the beauty of the kill. I'm sorry, it's it's just too elegantly done. I mean, it's still glory at the same time, but yet you, you're watching all the glass go everywhere, you know, and seeing the light, the way it hits the glass that she's being, you know, just totally impaled with this um, unicorn and, you know, it's like her life is just being drained. But yet you don't see her except her hand, you know. It's right. Like, right. And you see yeah. the blood, but it's not a gory kind of blood. thing. It's you just, know. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, I have to um, dis uh, disagree with you guys. My, um, okay. my most creative kill was actually Claire's. Even though... Uh <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I wasn't too thrilled to wait. <laughs> even though you know, good scare. It was. It was a very. I mean, because the way that you know, you know, she just goes to the closet, and you know, all of a sudden, he jumps out at her. You know, so yeah, that was a very good scare, and, and I just yeah. thought it was a very good death scene because, uh, you know, uh, the way that he kind of engulfed her. In the plastic, and surprised her, and and yeah. um, and then when he her, he had her in the chair, you know, uh, he, I guess he kind of like taped her up in the chair or something like that. I don't know, but but he tied her to it with Christmas lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and and I just I thought that that was a brilliant kill. I, I did. I, I really did. I thought it was brilliant. 
Mm-hmm. Might miss a match vesting as well. Yeah. Mitch match. Yeah. Uh, Miss Max. Oh, Miss Matt. Oh, yeah. Me. With the pulley in her yeah. hooks. That was creative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That now, okay, now I, I have to ask you guys this. Who did you think was the most stupidest character? I, I don't have this in my notes. I, I just thought of the question just now. Who do you think is, is the stupidest character? I mean, for me, I guess it would have to be the deputy because he's painted as the dumbest character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man, we on the same page. Wavelength here. Absolutely, he's terrible. He is horrible. I mean, when Barb spelled out. Oh, that's the funniest. That's a funny, funny. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Are you that stupid not to know what that word is? I mean, he came from the backwoods somewhere. I. Or I ain't gonna say the backwoods. Cause the backwoods they get wild up in there. But uh, <laughs> um, he came somewhere from, or either he was just a prude or something when he was growing <laughs> up or something. I don't know. It, it, it's a good moment. It's definitely a real good moment. Well, my, uh, the stupidest character to me, and I just got done, uh, you know, praising her death scene or whatever, but Claire, what the heck, why the heck would she she go towards that closet when she clearly saw somebody in the plastic? Because she's like, who is that? Who is that? And then she goes closer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, you are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Barely, because about it. She lives in a house full of teenage girls, basically. Girls in yep. 20s. And you know what kids like to do is prank each other. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So it's possible that she could have thought it was one of her sorority sisters hiding in the closet to scare her. True. That is so true. Well, that is true. Yeah. They do do that. They They really do. They... A's. But shoot, even uh, even with that being said, me, I would have been out the door. <laughs> I know that's right. I, I've seen, I, look, I, I've seen one too many scary movies, so <laughs> so I'd have been out the door. He was like, get yeah. the hell away from like, the closet. I a lot of horror movies, so she, you know, she's just not a smart girl. <laughs> That's no, why that's she's still dumb. rocking in that chair. <laughs> you said that's why she's still rocking in that chair. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> she's still there to this day as far as we know. Because <laughs> that was the only place that they did not look. How can, if you're supposed to be checking the whole house. Miss Mac did. Miss Mac saw her. <laughs> Yeah. But then she was killed yeah, right all after. Because so. she thought, all, that was because she thought Claude the cat was up there. Right. Remember, yeah. Remember, she thought Claude had gotten up there in some kind of fashion. You know, if you're that stupid to see that a cat may not be able to get up all those stairs <laughs> and then push open that door. Huh? He was up there. Oh, he was? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. 
Yeah, I, I don't remember seeing it. Maybe that's something that I... I don't think you see him until the very end when he jumps in Flair's lap. Oh, yeah, he is in there. And I'm, you know, it's probably Billy took him up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, uh, good, uh, good, yeah, uh, good movie. Just, just a fun one. It is. Like Chris was as fun, and it's, been very fun to talk about. Uh, now, yeah. I don't have any more questions, but I do have five fun facts to share. Now, um, those have I already exposed this time. <laughs> <laughs> Some you haven't. Some you haven't. Uh, but if you guys have any fun facts to share, please feel free to share them. Um, my first fun fact I have is Olivia Hussey said yes to her role because of a psychic. Yeah. She went to the psychic and (laughs) and she said, Uh uh uh, you're going to be in a movie that's going to make lots of money. (laughs) Yeah. I I have heard of that one. Um, My number two is Betty Davis was asked to play the house mother. Oh, that's cool. That is yeah, cool. that's, that's, that's cool, but one I, but I can about. see why. I mean, well, Betty Davis was kind of up there in age, too. Yeah, so. yeah, she could have played the house mother. I can see that. It would have been a totally different movie if she had. Yeah, oh yeah, have. most definitely. She would have because been she was a great actress um, in her day, right? And see, uh, now she did do uh, horror movies, right? Um. Sort of more like psychological thriller. Like the slasher had not been invented when she was doing. No, it, it hadn't been. Um, the closest thing she got to horror was uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane. Yep. Oh. And that movie. And I is have seen that. That's a good movie. It's awesome. And it, it meant awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. That was. The first psychological thriller that that I saw in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mine too. Mine too. I, 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 I it's her and it's Joan Crawford, I believe. Yeah, Joan Crawford played in there too, in the movie, along with Betty Davis. And my number three fun fact, and this is a really fun fact. I, I, I love uh, reading this. Um, Gilda Radner was supposed to co-star. She would have played mm-hmm. Phil. Oh. But yep. she was cast. She was cast. But a month before filming was set to begin, uh, a, a month before filming was set to begin on Black Christmas, Gilda was cast in a new TV show called NBC yep. Saturday Night, which was eventually yep. retitled to Saturday yeah. Night Live. No, we're yeah. supposed to say live from New York. It's Saturday Night. It's Saturday Night. Live. Yeah, Saturday Night. Eventually, well, you know, uh, the role went to Andrea Martin instead. So. Of course, we know that. Yeah, it was still a great choice. Oh yeah. Yeah, 
Um, oh, I have she... to say, her death scene left me something to be desired for. Um, oh, yeah. Like getting just pulled behind a door and then killed off screen, it, uh, it made me sad. Yeah. It, it, I know. She was such a prominent character, I kind of feel like they owed it to her. To give her a, a really cool death scene. Yeah, yeah because they I mean, did. they I mean, they waited until the end of the dang movie to kill her off. The least they could have done is, you know, you no, know, at least watch us. I mean, watch watch her get her neck slashed or something. I feel yeah. like and they got to that point. Um, like by the time they got to filming, like her death scene, maybe they ran out of money. You know, like maybe, yeah. uh, you know, maybe they just weren't, uh, weren't, it wasn't there in the budget or time, or maybe they were, you know, maybe they were running out of time. Who knows? Yeah. 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 On that. That, that's true. And that's true. fun fact number four is the creepy phone call voices were done upside down. The calls were By mixed. Nick Pancuso. Yes. The calls were mixed by composer Carl Zit Zitter, and the voices were done by you. You said it, Miss Ingrid, um, Nick Mancuso. And according to Mancuso, one of the ways he achieved a particularly creepy vo vocal effect was perform the calls upside down. So that's why he chose to do that. That's mm. cool. That's and, cool. Oh, yeah. No, I have heard that, where he stood on his head. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yep, that's, that's awesome. what I just said. Yep. Yes. Sorry, I lost, uh, you lost me for a second. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wandered off, and then I came back. <laughs> yeah. I get those. Well, uh, num my number five fun fact is, there is a backstory for the killer. The director was determined to keep the killer's identity a mystery, you know, throughout the whole movie. So other other than the names Billy and Agnes, we know very little about who it, you know, who the killer is and why he has decided to kill them. But um, the director, Bob Clark, he had kind of like a theory or a backstory, if you will. Uh, he said, Billy is abusive and abused his sister and, and, uh, and was abused himself and probably killed his parents and probably locked his sister up in a basement for five or six years. And he also said that he thinks that she escaped and Billy doesn't like girls, and it turns out Agnes doesn't like boys. And they used that um, uh, they used that storyline in the 2006 version of mm -hmm. um, Black Christmas. Yeah, but Billy they 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 use yeah they use Billy more in that movie than they did, of course, in the first one, which so, I. Think their downfall because I don't feel like they needed to have all that backstory. The movie was the reason the movie worked in the original is because you didn't know anything about the killer. Right. Right. That made it more scarier. Mm -hmm. 
she went through such a hard time. Yes. Yes, you did. Matter of fact, um, it, I found out um, through my research and that um, her death was ruled a suicide by overdose. But yes. I didn't I didn't think that she had did drugs. Um, she she went through some she went through some really rough times. I remember in the 90s where it was big news that she had like gone off of her bipolar medication and um and had like ended up homeless and had like I think I did her. hear about something uh, like that. Yeah, she was like homeless and and in like dirty clothes in someone's yard or something and like incoherent. Oh. She just had a very rough go of it, and I feel just terrible about it. But you know, because she just she's such a wonderful actress. Yeah, she, she, she was. She just kind of went. It went downhill, and she never kind of went back up. So. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, shoot! After after doing Superman and typecast, really. yeah. Well, you know what? I did see her in one. Uh, uh, I did see her in one uh, TV movie. Um, she was in. Um, oh, I forget the name of it now, but but it starred Patty Duke, and it was one of my favorite TV uh, movies. Uh, major um, TV movies, but she's in a, a '90s horror movie. Um, yeah, called The Clown at Midnight. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna have to watch that. Yes, and uh, yeah, it's it, it's pretty decent. It's a, it's actually a decent. It's got um, what's her name? Tatiana Ali from Fresh Prince. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah. James Duvall from uh, Independence Day. Oh wow! Right. I'm definitely gonna check that out. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, um, it's 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 decent. It's pretty good. Um, and you know, everybody loves an evil clown. So, <laughs> oh wow! Well, especially oh, if that evil clown that is Tim uh, is Tim Curry. Yeah. Hmm. But it's a guy like uh, Pagliacci, the the clown from the opera. And it's it's decent, so mm-hmm. you get a chance to watch it. I would. Oh yes. Oh yeah. I am we'll definitely definitely too. going to. Uh, oh, what's he called again, Matt? Um, the clown at midnight. The clown, the clown at midnight. midnight. Yes. You know, I'm going to go on YouTube and and YouTube the trailer, see if I they have that. Um, I um, think it's on Tubi. Is, is it on Tubi? It was at one point. Well, I'm going to check. Know, I will see. check that out tonight. <laughs> the crowd yeah, at midnight. Well. I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, definitely. Man. Hope you find it. Well, uh, let's yeah. see. I have two more names. Uh, Marion Wald. Uh, what's it? Marion Wagman was Mrs. Was Miss Mac. Miss Mac. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, she wow. died July fifth, nineteen eighty five. Uh, she passed mm. away due to breast cancer, and she was sixty. Oh, oh, I hate that word. Yeah, I think a lot breast of us do. Cancer. No cancer. Just cancer. Period. Not breast. Not just breast cancer. Not just breast cancer, but cancer. Period. Yes. Breast is fun. Breast is. 
and uh, <laughs> Leslie Les Carlson. He played Bill Graham. He died May 3rd, 2014 of cancer, and he was 81. Which one was Bill? He was, yeah, I'm not really sure. He was, no, no. no. He, I don't think he was a major player in the okay. film because I really can't even remember who Bill was. Mm, yeah, me neither. No, I mean, and I'm trying I to go have... through. I, I don't think he was the deputy or anything like that. I, um, Maybe he was the cop that got killed in the cop cop. I'll, yeah. Maybe it was him. Yeah, no, they have like eight uncredited people or something like that. If I remember correctly, but one thing is, in in my point, I think this movie kind of began more of the slasher movie. I mean, it had. Oh yeah, this was the first because um, I I, yeah. I also read in my research that you know it it. Halloween preceded this because remember, um, mm-hmm. Halloween came out in 1978. So, you know, and this was the first slasher film. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it brought about quite a few after that. Mother's Day in 1980, and there is a Deadly Night 84, another Christmas movie. Silent which Night, I Deadly did, Night. Yes, Silent Night, Deadly Night, which I did last week. Uh-huh. If I haven't heard yeah. that one, I need to go listen to Oh, yeah, most yeah. definitely, Matt. We had a great time. Uh, uh, it was me and uh, Adrian oh, yeah. Garza and um, yeah. Jason Smith. We had a good time talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night. He really did. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, while we're on the subject of Silent Night, Deadly Night, I did forget to mention the cat, um, the cast and crew that was passed on in their movie. And uh, uh-huh. there's only two that has passed on from Silent Night, Deadly Night, actually, which is uh, Lil- Lillian um, Chavon, which played Mother Superior. She died June 26, 2008. She died from breast cancer and congestive heart heart disease. She was 82. And Will Hare, who played Grandpa Chapman, who scared Billy to death when he was just a little kid. Oh, Uh, yeah. He he died (laughs) August 31st. 1997 and he was 81 so those were the uh only two that i read that have passed on for um when we were at texas frightmare this past year we took pictures with the two santa killers in costume oh yeah pretty great I did. I, I I missed them. I I I didn't see them at all, and I was kind of kicking myself afterwards. So, that, but that's why I'm so glad. Me and my fiance, we got the weekend pass this time, so I will be Yay. there all weekend. I will be able wrong? to take pictures with all of my guests and take pictures with all of my fans, and you know, 
awesome. <laughs> we're definitely going to have to meet up because I'll be there. So. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. I think all of us will too. be there. Well, I should say, I should say June Cleavage will be there. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> well, for uh, all my adventure. listeners that don't know what TFW is or Texas Primary Weekend is, it is a very, very, very great horror convention that is in Texas, here in Texas. We're a family. We're a family. Absolutely, we are. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. So come on out and join our family. We have so much fun. Who are you most excited about meeting this year? Oh my gosh! Oh, this year, gosh. Tony Todd for sure. Yeah. Down, hand down, Tony Todd. Tony and Todd I, for sure, and also and, Kane Hodder because I didn't get to see him Kane, the yes, last two I years. Didn't I, the last two years that I have been going uh, to this event, I have not been able to meet Kane Hodder. So this I'll year, meet Kane Hodder too. Oh, so yes. this year, I, want to I will most definitely be meeting Kane Hodder. D. Wallace. D. W- yeah. The mom. She's from- another good one. Yes, she is. She the is mom from E.T. And the brother yeah. there, too. The brother. Yes, I can't wait to meet Henry Thomas. He's another one that I can't wait to meet. Oh, yeah. Wow. And so many, and they still haven't announced even half of them. And I'm going to meet Emilio Rivera. You saw who they just announced, right? Yes, and he he was in the Sons of Anarchy, and I just got that for Christmas, the whole edition, limited edition, too. Oh, well, then you should definitely have him sign that. Oh, yes. I got there like 30 pages, and I can get a signature. (laughs) Everybody... <laughs> I can get my hands on. The yep. sleeves are awesome. They even have the table for church, you know, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't have to have nothing else. Just give me that. Well, Miss Ingrid, uh, did you get to meet Ryan Promet? He wasn't, he wasn't here this year, but he was there last year in 2018. Did you get a chance yeah, to see Ron Perlman? Yeah, I did when he was dead. <laughs> when he was in the last day of, you know, that weekend, he looked like he just wasn't with it, you know. Oh, yeah, he, he was probably, he was know. probably dead tired by Sunday. <laughs> yeah, and all I got was the grumpy, man. I'm like, oh. Uh, you know what, a lot fine. of people said that he wasn't nice. No, yeah. that's a shame. Yeah, it is. It really is. Well, guys, I don't have any more questions. I don't have any more fun facts or cast and crew that has passed on. So we're we're done with the podcast. Thank you well, for coming that, on with me, guys. We had so much fun. Yes, that was great. I hope the audience enjoyed it as well. I guess so do I. Listeners, uh, listen, uh, to all my listeners out there, if you guys want to join in on the fun, just let me know. Uh, Go to my group page. My group page is Horror Movie Warriors, and we have a good time on that page, too, don't we, guys? Oh, yes. Yes, we do. I love my group page. Yes, the group is, is awesome. 
Yes, awesome. and we are on Facebook. It's I'm on Facebook, DS. guys. So if you guys go to Facebook and just type type in Horror Movie Warriors, you guys will will find my group and just click up that join bu- button and uh, either me or Miss Ingrid because my Miss Ingrid is one of my administrators or yes, uh, or uh, Mary Elizabeth Kemp Rowe. Uh, one of us will accept your request. So I, I can do a little shameless self-promotion. You can also follow me on Instagram or TikTok at June underscore cleavage. Um, there's lots of fun looks for you to to uh, to experience on there. Uh, I'm quite a quite a mess. Yes, uh, mess <laughs> is our very own. How should I say? Um, I am a um, actor. Yes, yes, an all-around artistic person, um, and a big fan of dressing up. So, uh, so there, you never know what what pictures you're gonna see posted next. There's I'm telling you, you, uh, Matt, Matt, you, awesome man, you kind of like embodied Tim Curry. Right, <laughs> playing. Uh, uh, I've heard that my whole life. It's um, and and honestly, it's the biggest compliment because he's a huge idol of mine. And, my my uh, God, I mean, you did, I, and that was one of my favorite songs on Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I'm not and. To be quite honest, and you guys are probably going to hate me after I tell you this, and my listeners probably will stop listening to me, but but I don't really like horror, Rocky Horror Pictures, so. It's not for everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's nobody's going to hate you because it's of that. Right. But, you know. But even though I don't like the movie, I do like, I, I like the song, um, of course, uh, what you sung, um, Matt. I love that song. But I, that yes, I do love that song. Those are my favorite two songs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't go wrong with the main with that with the one I sang. We're not going to say the name of it because it's kind of a. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking. about. Oh come about. on, Matt! Yeah. Aren't you filled with anticipation? Um, that's actually i run a theater here in shreveport and that's one of our biggest shows of the year is when we do rocky horror and uh if it's a it's a big it's a big time for us in the year so um and i always have such a good crew and this year we had the best cast I've, i've had in years it was a lot of fun I, I'm so, telling, well, and you know what? You need to um, put that uh, um, video back on the group page, sir, because that was iconic. Oh, trust me, I'll 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 have some new ones for New Year's Eve too. So, oh yeah, cool. oh I can't wait now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me too. Wait. Yeah. Uh, speaking of I New Year's, be- I'll pro- uh, you guys will probably get a message from me. Okay. Um, uh, well, um, from the um, the podcast, I'll probably do a New Year's um message. I probably won't talk about any movies, 
but I'll definitely talk about what I plan on doing with the podcast and the group page, actually, uh, for 2020. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. Yes. Right. Yes. I'm excited to hear them. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. So am I. So am I. And, you know, uh, I want nothing but good things for horror movie warriors. And, um, and Matt, you know, me and you had talked about it um, briefly on my uh, uh, on Facebook um, uh, in the group page. How, you know, uh, all uh, we met because of horror movies, you know, and. And this is something that God gave me, believe it or not. God allowed this to happen, you know. And, and, you know, and I know Christians get, uh, you know, Christians that love scary movies, we get a lot of slack because, oh, that's the devil. Oh, that's, you know, you know, that's not good, you know. But can I, and I have said this on my personal Facebook page. You know, can I just tell you guys that real life is scarier than any scary movie that I've ever seen? Oh, absolutely. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm like, ooh, I get in my moment where I watch a lot of true crime. Yeah. And uh, and it just, you know, gosh, it, it you know, if I really want to be scared, I turn on those true crime stuff. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm telling you, it, I mean, the ID channel, you know, me and my mom and my grandmother, we watch the ID channel, sometimes a little bit too much. Right. <laughs> and and, and it, it, real life is so terrifying. And then all you have to do is turn on the news. The news will get you scared and in your feelings, you know. And there's a lot of crime in, in my area, um, and I, I don't live in the ghetto, but I'm, I'm kind of ghetto adjacent, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live alone. Scary! Uh, See? So, you know, you know uh, at least we know that uh, a, a Nightmare on Elm Street isn't real, and exactly. Friday the 13th isn't real. Uh, exactly. Return of the Living Dead isn't real. I, I feel like having... Um, an obsession with horror or enjoying horror movies is a very healthy thing. It um, is for a person to have because, you know, it shows you what aggression, you know, it, it helps you get any kind of aggression out by, you know, enjoying those movies, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. for you, it, you know, it's, it's healthy. And people who, you know, I understand people who don't, like horror and that's your prerogative but to not like it because it's not you know it's not christian or it's not wholesome right that's, that's not you know that's a cop out to me yeah it right. is you know, it's a big comment the messages that you get from it too i mean they don't look at it in that light either yeah there's a ton of like positive moral messages in a horror movie mm-hmm so. It is well, as you guys could see. I mean, I mean, we talk about you. You know, we talk about the Bible and horror movies all the time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, well, guys, I have to wrap it up. But, um, no <clears throat> but next week I I will be talking about The Conjuring. Wow! Yes, 
yes, yes, yes. So stay tuned for that. And I have three new, you know, I have three more guests who have, um, I think they've all been on before. So, so yeah, I think they've all been, um, and Miss Ingrid, I think you're one of them, aren't you? Yes, I, I am. I, I've been week. waiting for this one. You're on next week. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've uh, been waiting for this one. Until then. And this especially has been the one with you, Matt. <laughs> uh, I'm the next one I'm doing is the uh, Little Shop of Horror. Yes, and I can't wait for that one because we're going to sing. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't wait to sing with Matt. I cannot yeah. wait to sing with Matt. I believe is doing that one as well. Yes, and, yes, you know, he Rafe is. lives in town here, so we may both be on the same uh call we like she might be over here when we do that oh that that'll be awesome that would she's be one awesome. of my very good friends so yes and she I sounded really, really nice when more. i talked to her oh raven's great she's one of my actresses in the theater she's and she's you know she and i have a really good horror connection as well so cool cool yeah yes. that's what i yes. want to hear man oh you'll love her she's great well guys <laughs> Until next week, this has been Latrice Carter, Matt Latz, and Miss Ingrid Hubert, and we will see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.